Gotham Sound is your one-stop audio solution for microphones, mixers, recorders, podcasting, and wireless. Whether you're looking to rent or buy sound equipment, are working at a church, feature film, a television show, podcast, theater, or a student project, Gotham Sound is here to serve you. With a huge selection of new and used gear, it's your first stop before you buy. Gotham Sound has the pro audio you need to make your project sound true professional. Gotham has been around for 18 years perfecting pro audio. Visit us at GothamSound.com. Tribe Signs was designed in 2010. We started operations as home and office solutions specialists and have since established ourselves as a trusted brand all over the world. We have worked with some of the world's best designers and manufacturers to bring a curated selection of beautiful furniture to thousands of happy customers across America. Visit us at tribesigns.com. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lorne. Have you ever heard of pickleball, an upcoming sport? It's so popular in America and all around the world. Well, we have a special guest with you, Rose Jones, who is the sales and marketing director specialist for pickleball from the company Babylon. Yes, you've heard of them. Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you, Michael. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bairdynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics along with free expert advice. Total sound control products from Oralex enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. So let's talk about pickleball for just a minute here because it's taken the world by storm. You see, for those people who are purists and they play tennis and they wonder, what are those marks uh, over the court <laughs> making it? into a different type of court. It's pickleball. And so, you know, we would love for you to, of course, explain about pickleball. What is pickleball? How is it different from tennis or from ping pong? And why are so many people playing pickleball? First off, the uh, court itself is smaller than a tennis court. Actually, the, uh, the very beginnings of pickleball were actually started on a badminton court. So I would say the best way to describe pickleball, it's really a cross between tennis badminton, and table tennis or ping pong. 
you know, you see a lot of people and I learned from someone who didn't seem very athletic at all. And they say that I think the average age is like 55 and up. There's their pickleball courts where I live there. It's four minutes away. And I felt like, wow, what is this sport? I'm going to find out about pickleball. You are known Babylon for for tennis and racket sports. And uh, tell us how you got into making that transition, getting on board with pickleball. And how are you meeting that need at Babylon? Well, you know, as a company, a longtime tennis company, you know, we've been in the tennis business since 1875. So we're probably the oldest, you know, tennis company in existence. And we were seeing this sport of pickleball just growing very rapidly, uh, whereas tennis was growing on a much smaller scale. And you were seeing many pickleball players actually buying our court shoes, aka tennis shoes, to play pickleball with. And so as the sport just kept growing and growing, uh, we felt the need that, hey, we want to be part of this market as well. So we took it was about a two-year process for uh, us to develop a line of paddles that would be uh, suitable to have our name on it. And we launched our um, pickleball paddle line at the end of 2020, about two and a half years now of having paddles in the market. And then our footwear has just been um, extremely popular with pickleball players. So it's really nice to see not only players holding our paddles and playing with our paddles, but you're seeing so many players, including the top players in the world, uh, using our court shoes to play pickleball in. And how is it different from tennis shoes? I mean, do tennis players use pickleball shoes? Yeah, there's not much of a difference. The most important thing about a court shoe is you really need to have lateral stability. So I don't recommend people playing pickleball in running shoes because there's not a lot of lateral stability Mm. if you were to play in running shoes. Because pickleball is even more of a lateral sport than tennis, you're not running, you know, rapidly up to the net or running across the baseline like you would in tennis. Well, once you get up to a line that we'll talk about a little bit later called the non-volley zone line or the kitchen line, uh, so much of the movement is very lateral. And so I think pickleball players really need that tennis type shoe. I tend to uh, phrase it as court shoes as opposed to tennis shoes. So you can use it on all court surfaces or all court sports. Well, Rose, I want to tell you that I went on YouTube and I'm looking at Mm -hmm. tennis players even playing pickleball. John Isner plays pickleball. I saw um, Jack Sock was playing yep. pickleball as well. Uh, Andy Roddick, former yes. tennis player, U.S. Open tennis champion. So there's a curiosity about it and it is growing. And so what's it like to hear, you know, tennis players that maybe now just play pickleball? Oh, well, I'm one of them. I was a, you know, longtime uh, tennis player, tennis pro, taught tennis for many years. It is such a fun game. It's a much quicker game than tennis. And the learning curve is so much shorter than tennis. Um, Really, you can become proficient and enjoy pickleball in less than a week. Where oftentimes, if you're a beginning tennis player, especially as an adult, it could take you, you know, a couple of years to become proficient at tennis. So I think the learning curve is probably what excites people the most is if they can actually have fun playing pickleball really in less than a week. A few lessons and you're ready to go. Uh, One of the things I observed, they seem happier. They are smiling uh, all the time. It's a very social sport, like, you know, they're enjoying it. And so do you find that, uh, (laughs) I mean, people who love tennis and I'm one of them, but are they happier pickleball players? You know, I I have often used the joke when someone is um, getting ready to go play pickleball, they're grabbing their paddle, but they're also grabbing their cooler or their plate of cookies because (laughs) you'll play to 11 points, which on average will take about 20 minutes. And then you're back off the court and, you know, four more people will jump on. And so there's just this constant on and off 
With tennis, oftentimes to enjoy you, you have to have a similar skill level. But with pickleball, you know, you could be somewhat of an advanced player. But if you have a couple of beginners or intermediates, you can say, hey, come on out. I will maybe slow down my pace or I'll work on, you know, trying to absorb drop shot power. You can work on things uh, and still make it enjoyable for you, but yet have that beginner or intermediate player also have a great time. So I think that uh, because there's that constant on and off and people, um, you know, coming off, going back onto the court, uh, it has definitely much more of a community feel, stay a party feel to the whole atmosphere of pickleball. So I just think it's a lot lower in terms of stress about, you know, I have to get to this level or be tournament ready. You just don't see that that much in pickleball. It's really more of a fun activity. And I can't tell you, you know, how many uh, friends I've made just on the pickleball court that are now, you know, friends off the pickleball court. There are a lot of points that you can write home about, you know, fun kind of rallies and volleys, if you will. Mm-hmm. It piques your curiosity right there. And then you hear the sound of the ball, which sounds very different. This is a, a, a wiffle ball, right? It is a wiffle ball, yes, but it's a kind of a specialized wiffle ball. It's not your backyard, you know, hit a wiffle ball with a plastic bat. It is a wiffle ball, so it is plastic. And there are 40 holes drilled through the pickleball. So, you know, it helps moving through the air. It's slow enough that even like a beginner player can pick that the speed of the ball up quite easily as opposed to hard tennis ball coming at you. Because the pickleball being plastic, it has no stored energy like a rubber tennis ball has. Uh, so again, it's just easier to uh, you know pick it up, make sure that you're making contact out in front. It just doesn't get away from you, if you will, like a tennis ball could. We're with Rose Jones, who's a marketing and sales development specialist. I got that right with, uh, with Babylon. Yes. We're going to talk more. We're going to learn about what goes into the making of the racket and also typical questions that people have about pickleball the sport right after this sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry wherever people care passionately about recording transmitting or playing sound sennheiser will be there artists disc jockeys scientists sound technicians or demanding music lovers the sennheiser name always stands for premium products headphones microphones and all-around audio solutions the ultimate in sound quality sennheiser Ocaso builds high-quality, extremely affordable action cameras that enable our customers to capture dynamic moments in life and share their world of difference. In less than nine years, Ocaso has become one of the leading action camera brands worldwide, with sales of over a half million units annually. There's a world out there to explore and enjoy while capturing every thrilling experience. Ocaso's mission is to inspire and empower more people to join, enjoy, capture, and share the fun of exciting outdoor Outdoor sports. Visit acasotech.com. Since 2015, Autonomous is dedicated to building ergonomic office chairs and electric standing desks with the highest quality materials. The Autonomous product lineup began with the original office standing desk, the Smart Desk, and now spans several categories of smart ergonomic office tools and accessories, as well as new software solutions for modern hybrid work offices. All of our products are not just great looking and durable, but simple to to use in order to unleash their full potential. Visit us at autonomous.ai and use code Messiah Radio for a 5% discount on your total order. Okay, we're back with Rose Jones, sales and marketing development specialist, pickleball or Babylon. You know, when people find out what you do, uh, what are some of the questions they ask about pickleball? The most common question is, how do I get started? Go on to the USAPA website. So it's US 
pickleball.org. One of the very first buttons you'll notice on the little drop-down box is ambassadors. So USA Pickleball has probably a thousand ambassadors to grow the game of pickleball in their community. Michael, I know that you live in Fort Myers and in that area, uh, Julia and Larry Scott, uh, you can find their uh, email address on the USA Pickleball and they will say, hey, Michael, there's a group of pickleball players that play at this facility on these days come show up or they'll find places for you to play. So their whole goal is to really try to grow the game. They, they love the game themselves, which is why they have volunteered to be a pickleball ambassador on this particular website. You just put in your zip code and all the ambassadors in your region will pop up and you can just send them an email saying, Hey, I want to get involved in this game. How do I do it? My wife and I, you know, we have these, uh, the Babylon rackets you are, you know, provided us to, to test out. We're going to talk about it. I don't know. I kind of like the fact, let's play pickleball for like 20 minutes and take a break and do it again. So we have these two rackets. One is called, of course, they're from Babylon, uh, Monster Power. And the other, if I'm reading it correctly, XPLR, I kind of looked at the people next to me and I'm thinking, I, I think I'm playing with a better racket here. <laughs> you know? There are a lot of, there are a lot of paddleball rackets, uh, or pickleball rackets. And you see a lot of uh, thin rackets. Yours have more cushion to it. And from what I understand, more control. But how are your rackets different? We put a lot of R&D into our product. We still wanted to make our paddles affordable, you know, so that everybody can just sort of get into the game. In today's market, you see a lot of tennis uh, rackets that are well over, you know, $200. And the most expensive paddle in our line is the Monster Power, which is 139 And what makes that paddle unique is it's got a vibration dampening material underneath the graphite, which is the face of the paddle. Three-layered paddle, you have a graphite fiberglass face, which on the Monster Power is 80% graphite. Then underneath that, you have a vibration dampening material that dampens vibration. And then underneath that, which creates the thickness and also the comfort is a PU honeycomb core. So the actual core is a honeycomb shape. And then you've got a, you know, a very traditional tennis grip, which a lot of uh, paddle manufacturers don't have that real classic tennis grip. So I think a lot of tennis players like the feel of our grip as they transition to pickleball, because you can really feel what I call the bevels or the edges of the grip. So you kind of know where the face of the paddle is. So most tennis players will recognize the the little uh, edges or bevels that you have on a tennis racket grip. And we use that same sort of a grip. And then from there, we, we drop down our prices depending on the amount of graphite that we use in the face, or if it's an all fiberglass face. Our lowest price point, great entry uh, paddle, great starter paddle, uh, $79 retail. And that is the Explorer, which you also got a chance to demo. They're both really great. I think the control and the power on the monster uh, paddle uh, was pretty cool. And the fact that, you know, you learn what you can do with this paddle, you can actually put spin, you could put slice. To be honest, at first, I wasn't sure, like a lot of people, if I would enjoy uh, the noise. It makes a very loud noise, but you get used to it. You do. It, it almost becomes white noise after a while. And I will be one of those that initially I'm like, oh, pickleball, it's so loud. I don't know if I want to play that sport. But the third time that I played pickleball, I'm like, oh, I want to be good at this. And uh, and now my sole focus is pickleball and I don't play tennis anymore at all. Wow. But I will say that if you're at a facility where half the courts are tennis courts and half the courts are pickleball courts, a lot of times the tennis courts will be empty And now people will often say, well, that is because, you know, no one's playing tennis anymore. They're all playing pickleball. But I think a lot of tennis players will will go to courts where there's not pickleball played because they may be put off by the noise. 
And so some people can be uh, a little off put by the noise of that, but all of us pickleball players, truly it's just white noise after a while for us. That's right. And there's been some wars going on between communities and pickleball. <laughs> you know, you yes. their ordinances that they don't want the sound of a pickleball in their community. And uh, they don't want them taking over tennis courts and that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, you yeah. know, there's a, a kind of like a war there. But the fact is, this is really for real. I mean, this is something new. This is an upcoming sport that has taken uh, the world by storm. And I could see why. That's why I wanted you know, to test out these great uh, Babylon pickleball rackets to see what all the fuss was about. And I could definitely understand because it felt more like a big ping pong game than, than a tennis game. But sometimes it felt like tennis. It was kind of a... I, I like transported between both worlds. When people ask, you know, well, is it mini tennis or is it big ping pong? And I say that it is big ping pong. So it's like you're standing on the ping pong table playing pickleball. <laughs> so it's just uh, the strokes themselves. You don't need a big backswing like you do in tennis. So it's really much more like ping pong where you kind of put the paddle out in front and, you know, you push forward more so than taking a big backswing. Yeah. When you're serving or returning serve and you're behind the baseline, just like you would be on a tennis court, you do have a little bit of the backswing, but once you start moving forward toward the net, you don't need to bring the paddle back at all. So all the contact is out in front and you just have a little bit of a lift follow through. There's just not a lot of um, mechanics involved in terms of a whole stroke. That's right. I noticed there's a lot of finesse and there's a lot of fun with it. Since I was playing with these uh, Babylon rackets, to be honest, I haven't played tennis. And so I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, I'm just getting into the sport and you really can give it a good hit. Well, Rose, let's talk about the history okay. of, of pickleball. It started in 1965. Can you tell us about the history of pickleball and uh, everything that you think our listeners would like to know about it? Well, the uh, sport of pickleball, you know, the very beginnings were in 1965, and it really happened with uh, two dads trying to find a way to keep their sons occupied. So this occurred on Bainbridge Island, Washington, so the same state that I live in. Joel Pritchard, who was a U.S. congressman at the time, and Bill Bell, one of his buddies, were just trying to get all their kids to just, you know, not just be bored. So they had a makeshift badminton court in the backyard. It was a slab of asphalt that had a badminton net set up on it, but they couldn't find any of the badminton rackets or shuttlecocks. But what they did find were some ping pong paddles and a wiffle ball that was laying in the grass. And so, you know, with these ping pong paddles, first trying to lift it over the badminton net, but that was too difficult. So then they lowered the net down to like a tennis net height, which is 36 inches. And the kids were having a lot of fun with it. So the next weekend, um, Bill Bell went to his workshop and he made a slightly larger type ping pong paddle that he just cut out of plywood and he you know, laminated two slabs of plywood and cut out the shape of a you know much larger paddle and then put a little grip around it. And that was sort of the beginnings of a true paddle. That year went on, they kind of formalized the rules and they created, you know, what was called, which I think is ingenious now, the non-volley zone or we right. the nickname in kitchen and where you can take a ball out of the air. And that makes it a little bit more of adding that finesse because you don't want to just lift the ball and have someone smash it at you. The idea of using that non-volley zone to kind of keep the ball low is part of that finesse that you spoke of uh, earlier. So it's kind of a true equalizer. So you could have a young, you know, strong guy that, you know, just wants to smash it. And if you're an, an older player, but, and you've learned the ability to sort of like the term is drop that ball into that kitchen or hit a low ball into that kitchen. They can't smash it at you. So that's where that finesse part of pickleball comes into. It's interesting that, you know, everybody can kind of have fun at a different level. 
Yeah. I saw people in Florida, of course, you know, they were uh, a little older and they looked happy and uh, people were having a good time. I noticed that there was an excitement that everybody was rallying around this new sport. And it's kind of neat to be on that curve where not everyone knows about it yet, but certainly they will. Uh, how many people would you say each day? Is there any statistic when they start getting into pickleball or how much has it grown through the years? I saw a stat that last year, 5 million people in the United States played at least 20 games of pickleball. Wow. And I would say that the pandemic actually helped the growth of pickleball because it was considered one of those safe sports along with tennis. So tennis and pickleball had a huge upswing due to the pandemic because it's one of the few things you can actually go out and do and have a safe distance away from other people. And what I think that people have told me that what they love about pickleball is it just brings them so much joy. People have told me that, you know, they didn't change their diet, but they just played pickleball every day and they lost 20 pounds. So, you know, if you put a fitness tracker on and you play pickleball, you'll be surprised that after two hours of pickleball that you've burned 1200 calories. That's why I've enjoyed it because it doesn't feel like going to the gym or anything. And, you know, a lot of health benefits, lower your blood pressure, boosting mm -hmm. the immune system, uh, stress reduction, you know, and also kind of helping your mind. And it yeah. doesn't put excessive strain on the body. I think it's much easier because, again, the overall cord is, is a lot smaller. Yeah. So it definitely improves your balance. And, and because you have to get a little bit lower, kind of lift a ball, glutes and your thighs become much more toned. It has a huge health benefit as well. I usually suggest people, I go, don't stress too much about the score. Play with somebody that knows how to score initially so you can kind of get a feel for that. I think that's the easiest way to kind of get up to speed on that. And uh, don't worry, everybody tends to flub it, you know, initially. We have these two rackets that you uh, loaned us from Babylon. It's the Monster Racket. Great power and control which I really love. You know how like when there's ping pong and there's the cushiony side of, of the racket mm -hmm. and that's yep. kind of what this reminded me of. Like it has a nice cushion, good control and power. And the other one too is called the R. It's an all fiberglass face. So fiberglass is more flexible than graphite. So it's going to kind of create more of a trampoline effect. So you'll actually generate a little bit more power with that Explore uh, paddle, but maybe not as much control. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of cheap rackets out there. The main thing is to get out there and play. But I really wanted to say, hey, I want to try the good stuff, you know, from Babylon. <laughs> so I can honestly say that these rackets are pretty cool. I'm asking my wife all the time, you want to play pickleball? Uh, so much fun. Go to Babylon.com and don't worry if you mess up or anything like that because you just have fun hitting the ball. Thank you so much for being on the program. Well, thanks for having me. I just encourage everyone to go on to usapickleball.org for many resources. And then you can go to your local sporting goods store or online retailers, grab a couple paddles. The whole family can have a ton of fun playing pickleball. Thanks for having me, Michael. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit vocalboothtogo.com for more information. 
And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice. Total sound control products from Oralex enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.